You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. My name is John Long, recording from the comfort of my 14-year-old son's bedroom, and I'm joined via the World Wide Web by one Christopher Tiny Sullivan. Hello. Recording from my backyard. Recording from his backyard at an undisclosed location. Uh, (laughs) And we're here to bring you another quarantined episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. We've got a lot of good stories to cover today, uh, a lot of bizarre ones. How about you? What kind of stories do you have, Tiny? Just more, more craziness. We've got a doctor who attacked somebody for not following proper social distancing protocols had no idea you could attack somebody from six feet away well, at least physically yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that's awesome i've got some quarantine um some people who have gotten in trouble in quarantine for not wearing masks like they're supposed to some local municipalities are making people wear masks if they're out in public so, okay yeah which wild thing, I went to Walmart yesterday to get Easter egg dye stuff because we got to dye Easter eggs and make a huge mess in our house. And uh, I think I was the only person in Walmart without a mask. So, Huh, really? Yeah, it made me feel very safe that all the other people had masks on. <laughs> well, you know, they say that when you wear a mask, you're not so much trying to catch it, but you're trying to keep other people from catching it from you. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so yeah, that did make me feel safe. <laughs> um, some people have more fabric in their masks. They're like homemade masks than they did in their tube tops they were wearing too. <laughs> yes. That was kind of neat. Just an interesting side note. Well, do you want to kick it off? You want me to kick it off today? Sure. I'll kick it off. Well, since we're talking about, uh, mask right here, I got a headline. This comes from Michigan. There was a Michigan man who was, who assaulted a victim who mocked him for wearing thong underwear mask. Oh, okay. I think I saw him at Walmart yesterday, too. (laughs) Which, I mean, you think, I think we've all seen the Facebook videos, haven't we, where you can take like a pair of boxer briefs and turn it into a ninja mask? Sure, right. Yeah, we've all seen that. Uh, You need a pair of boxer briefs for that. I don't think a thong underwear is going to be enough protection, right? Maybe he had a big woman at home. You know, <laughs> a, big Maybe. Woman, a big woman can wear a thong too, Tiny. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> but even on like a big woman, I thought a thong underwear was only so. There's only so much there. True, right? But uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, they don't make them any thicker, right? <laughs> I don't know. You know, <laughs> they, they just use more of the thin stuff. I would assume. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 
I am not a, surprisingly not an expert on Pong, so. I just feel like it would work better as like a bug net than it would like a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this comes from Battle Creek. Police are investigating after a man said he was assaulted after making fun of another man's makeshift mask. The Battle Creek Inquirer reported that the 57-year-old victim was in his home around 7 p.m. Monday when the suspect came to his home reportedly wearing thong underwear over his face, <laughs> presumable as a makeshift mask. The victim reportedly told the suspect that it looked like the thongs laying around the victim's house, which allegedly upset the suspect. <laughs> the Battle Creek Inquirer said that the suspect left, but then he returned about 45 minutes later. He came into the house and he struck the victim in the side of his head. They wrestled and the victim fell to the floor and told police he was kicked in the ribs. <laughs> police were unable to find the suspect. Oh. I would look so, at the dude with thongs on his head. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, that is going to be a precious police sketch if they get like a sketch artist <laughs> to come in and draw that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what cracks me up is that it says he left and then he came back 45 minutes later. So I just imagine for 45 minutes, this guy's like just stewing. That's right. He got mad thinking, about it. <laughs> he, made, he made fun of my, my mask. How dare he? I worked hard on this mask. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I steal it out of my wife's panty drawer. How dare he talk about it? I'm not even going to show him my kid's bug net. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there you have it. If you are going to make a mask out of underwear, I would recommend boxer briefs. Uh, but if you do see someone wearing thong underwear, just don't say nothing. Just go home. Just laugh to yourself. Go home and tell your wife and then post anonymously about it on Facebook like everybody else. Right. I mean, that's a you just don't address. If you see a person, <laughs> it, I, even if there's not a pandemic, if you see a person with a thong on their head, you just got to let that one slide, you know? Right, yeah. You, you can't be bringing it up to them. <laughs> yeah. Or you give them a high five. That's my yeah. standard protocol. Yeah, that's true. I don't know that I would want to touch hands, <laughs> but I mean, whatever. <laughs> you never know if those thongs have been washed or not. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't even know that I would, if I was going to make a homemade mask, I would not choose underwear of any kind. <laughs> Right. You know, unless, yeah, yeah. unless you got a fresh out of the pack pair. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, w I will say my wife, bless her heart. I turned a pair of my boxer briefs into a ninja mask one day just for fun, like just for humor to like make everybody laugh to, you know, yeah. you know, give the kids a, a, a laugh. And because you know, I was fixing to go to the grocery store, my wife thought I was serious. She was like totally on board. She was like, absolutely, you should. <laughs> she wanted you to be safe. She did. <laughs> That's love right there. When you let your husband <laughs> wear some underwear on his head out to Walmart. Yes. <laughs> I will say. It did come out looking more like a burka than a ninja mask, but I think that's just that's just my boxer briefs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well see, I'm a I'm a traditional boxer wearer. I don't wear boxer briefs, you know? 
Oh, really? No, yeah, I don't like a lot of hugging down in that area, so I wear. Well, well there's not a there's not a lot of hug, but there's well, just speak enough. for yourself, buddy. <laughs> speak for yourself. All right. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe there's a little bit more room when I wear my underwear on my head than when I wear it on where they should go. Right? <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got. What okay. Got to use my words carefully here. True. Don't um, want to go and get the big head. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one um well so this person we don't know if they were wearing a mask or not in the next story but uh it was a lady at walmart she has gotten in trouble the headline reads woman sprays walmart cashier in the eyes with lysol disinfectant after being told there was a limit on the number of cans she could buy ouch yeah oh yeah, yeah. i would imagine that would sting Oh, yeah. Well, also, what if the cashier had a bad case of pink eye? She's trying to help her out. <laughs> you know, maybe she'd been wearing yeah, a yeah. thong on her head. Got a little pink eye. So the story goes, a woman is accused of spraying a Massachusetts Walmart employee in the eyes. Wait, what state is this? That's Massachusetts. 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 <laughs> okay continue i don't know how to say it, how you say it. I, I think you nailed it uh, all our listeners in massachusetts 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 call in this week <laughs> and tell me how to correctly say it so he can ignore you and keep saying it the yeah, way he's always <laughs> i've said it my whole life as i was taught in third grade when we had to learn the state <laughs> anyway continue uh so sprayed the employee in the eyes with lysol disinfectant after being told there was a limit on the number of cans uh she could buy the police said the assault took place at the Walmart Supercenter in Leicester, police said in a statement Monday. A cashier informed the woman there was a limit on the number of Lysol disinfectant cans, pretty standard right now, and the woman is uh, the woman is suspected of responding by spraying the employee in the eyes with a liquid, according to the state. Ouch. Yeah. She, so she just got mad that she couldn't get all the Lysol that she wanted. Right. She because would, there's other people in the store who want Lysol. Yeah, right. And she decided to assault the lady. Well, here's the wildest part of the story. And this is a quote from the police department. It said In their statement, it says, She then completed her purchase and left and wanted to believe to have been an Uber. So, <laughs> Walmart's got to get paid. You're going to pay for that. (laughs) You can only get two cans. She squirts a lady in the eye and then swipes her debit card. You know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She's like, I'm calling the cops. But while we're waiting for them to get here, are you still going to be uh, cash or credit? (laughs) The assault required uh, EMS to respond to the scene, the department said. And they released an image of the suspect. So check out all our Massachusetts listeners, all our listeners up in the Northeast. Check out the show notes so you can see this lady's picture. And they released an image of the suspect and urged anyone with the information to call the police department. Uh, the incident comes across comes to stores across the country have limited the number of cleaning agents and other household supplies people can buy in the wake of the pandemic. So I guess that snuck up on her. She didn't realize that was going <laughs> on. I mean, has she been living under a rock? How do you not know that? Right. I know. 
That's I wild. mean, what was it? Kentucky, you can't even get all the Mountain Dew you want. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good callback to last week. <laughs> yes. Or maybe even a week before last week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was, I think. Well, since we're on the subject of attacks, how about this? This comes from NBC News. Doctor arrested for attacking teen girls, choking one, apparently for not social distancing. Oh, okay. I had no idea you could choke somebody from six foot away. <laughs> No, unless you got go-go gadget arms. <laughs> yes. It says that here that a Kentucky doctor who violently attacked a group of teen girls, choking one of them, apparently for failing to practice social distancing, was arrested after a video of the incident went viral over the weekend. The video, which was posted to Reddit, entitled Man Strangles Teenage Girl for Failing to Social Distance, shows a man approach at least four girls who were at a picnic blanket. A woman near him appears to film on her phone as one of the girls tells them that the group is leaving. It's unclear what happened before the video began, but one girl says to the man who is staring them down, please, let's not cuss at each other. Oh, cussing. <laughs> yes. Right here the in the man Easter. I know, come on. The, the man then calls one of the girls an a-hole. Oh. Before before both he and the woman go after the group, the man shoves three girls before lunging at a fourth girl, appearing to pin her on the ground. The girls scream, and then one pleads with the man to seriously get off of her. <laughs> like, she wasn't joking. She was being uh, serious. Get off sure, of her. Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, more than 3,000 people commented on the post, and a tweet of the video from writer and activist Sean King was retweeted more than 2,000 times. Now, Sean King's the guy they say is white, right? Is, that the, <laughs> is, he? is that the dude? I think that's Sean White you're thinking of. Okay, all right. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I get my activists confused, you know? There's so many of them these days. I can't keep them, keep them straight. The Louisville Metro Police Department on Tuesday, the day after King's tweet, identified the man as John Raidmaker. He said he had been arrested and charged with four counts, including first-degree strangulation and harassment with physical contact. A police report says that the incident happened Friday. Now, this is Friday a while back, not, not yesterday. Yeah. Not this past Friday, but fr Friday before. Yeah, not good Friday. Uh, no, not Good Friday. For those three girls, that was bad Friday. Right. Well, with his language, you better hope it's not Good Friday. <laughs> yes. Uh, a brief description of the encounter said that Raidmaker, without consent, applied pressure to the victim's throat and impeded her breathing. Okay. They're really getting specific about what me or you would say is choking. Hey, Tony, uh, the victim is identified as an 18-year-old Hispanic woman. Obviously, we do not advise individuals hey, concerned about social distancing to take matters into their own hands and confront people about it, especially in a physical way. Police Department Special Advisor Jesse Halliday said in a statement shared with NBC News, a statement from Baptist Health Louisville said, no, that's the hospital there in Louisville, said that Raidmaker was a contract physician with the provider, but he has been placed on administrative leave from his practice and is not providing services to a Baptist health facility. So it doesn't, I guess he was just mad that these girls were out having a picnic, you know, but I mean, part of me thinks that maybe he was, uh, he was concerned for the girls, but then if you choke them to death, it's not going to matter whether or not they get sick, whether or not they practice proper social distancing, if the lady's choked to death, right? Did I lose you? Are you there? We are experiencing technical difficulties.
Please stand by. Hey, there you yeah. are. Maybe by this guy trying to choke these people and save them from killing themselves by the coronavirus, it was a two birds or one stone type situation. And uh, now he was just going to just eliminate the whole problem altogether. Maybe, but I'm pretty sure he took an oath. If he's a doctor, he took an oath to do no harm. So, Well, I mean, that's an excellent counterpoint, but <laughs> this is the leadership you want in a time, in a pandemic. You don't want somebody that's just going to be out there letting people walk around all willy nilly. Yes. You want somebody who's going to physically attack teenage girls. Right. Yes. Exactly. Who are having a picnic. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and if you go to jail, you know, you have to explain to everybody that you were, you gotten put in jail for fighting with teenage girls. And yes. That's tough. That's a tough look for everyone. And then when the guy start, and when your cellmate, your celly starts choking you, you can explain to him, hey, you need to get six feet back. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. You know where there's not going to be social distancing in jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> They don't really care about your personal space in jail. Which I don't understand this. You think that jail would actually be a pretty safe place to be during a pandemic if you're completely separated, walled off from the rest of society. Yeah, that's true. I understand that the guards, they go home and have families and are around people and then they can come back and bring it in. But if you, you know, properly practice social distancing from the guards, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could... I guess you could catch it if they have to come in there and like beat you up for something. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, counterpoint, I don't know. You know, I'm obsessed with looking at the day's arrest in our hometown and here in Tuscaloosa. People, right. People still going to jail left and right for all kind of stuff. So they could be bringing it in too. In fact, ooh, this is a little, little nugget. A guy I used to live with, son, got arrested this week for like breaking and entering. So saw that on Uh-oh. the old on the old Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's Department has an app where you can see everybody's yeah, yeah. mugshot. So I uh, little uh, little B and E. That's right, little B and E. Glad we moved on out of there. <laughs> well, speaking of jail, a lady here has gotten arrested. A Colorado woman walked into New Orleans airport fully nude and arrested after refusal to leave. So a woman arrived at the Louis Armstrong International Airport while wearing not a stitch of clothing and was later arrested when she refused to leave the facility, according to the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. Now, you were telling me earlier before we recorded, Tommy, that you've been looking for this video online. All week. For research purposes. <laughs> All week. Having trouble finding it. So if anybody's got it, just tweet it to Tiny on on, a, on the old Earth Oddity Twitter account so he can uh he can review it on and uh, please put please put research in the subject header. <laughs> yes. When right. you send that email. So Mariel Vaguera, who is twenty seven of Pueblo, Colorado was completely nude when she walked into the airport and made her way to the Spirit Airlines ticket counter on Friday night. Of course it's Spirit Airlines. Uh, <laughs> nobody said they charge you for each article of clothing. That's why she showed up naked. <laughs> I mean, well, did she have a carry-on? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. A deputy dispatched to the scene noted that Vigera had already put on a dress by the time he arrived. 
but she was still violating public decency laws because she had on no underwear and the dress was too short to cover her private parts, the sheriff's office said. So she had a little skimpy outfit on, I guess. <laughs> I've seen some women like that come to church sometimes. So uh, <laughs> I'm not going to name names. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Airline. Well, she don't, she don't come to church anymore. No, she doesn't. No. Had a bit of a falling out. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke, but I'm glad you knew exactly who I was talking about. Well, I knew exactly who you was talking about because every single Sunday at lunchtime, I had to listen to my wife complain about it. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing Deidre said was she hoped they were cleaning the pews after every Sunday. <laughs> 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 they call him pew for a reason that's right <laughs> <laughs> anyways airline officials told Bagheera she wouldn't be able to travel due to her attire or lack thereof and she was asked to leave the airport but Bagheera refused the sheriff's office said and she also ignored the deputy's orders to leave the airport and scuffled with them as she was being taken into custody she was arrested in book Saturday with obscenity, resisting arrest, battery of a police officer, simple battery, and remaining in a place after being forbidden. Uh, and so she had a $5,000 bond, and uh, she was booked with all those charges, uh, but they did not. Hold on. She was booked with battery of a corrections officer, too, <laughs> and resisting an officer by force. So she was fired up. But you know what they say, Tiny, if you got it, flaunt it, you know, and maybe <laughs> she's very proud of her body. You know, it's 2020. Maybe she wanted to get out there and let people see it. Well, I'm actually of the other school of thought, whereas if you have it, you don't have to flaunt it because people will just know. Oh, OK. I like that's, that. That's that's my school of thought. <laughs> All right. that's <laughs> That works, too, I guess. I just know that everybody out there knows how handsome I am. I don't have to come every single Sunday in like, you know, a Chippendales outfit or something. That would be amazing if you did. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little bow tie around your neck, shirtless and everything. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. They said come as you are, you know? <laughs> I just, you know, I don't want to be accused. I don't want to cause anybody out there to stumble. Oh, there so. you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know have all uh, have all the women at church all fired up, <laughs> not paying attention right. to the sermon or anything. I mean, we're there to focus on Jesus, not focus on my body. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for anybody out there planning on doing some traveling after all this is over with, just remember you need to be clothed when you go to get on an airplane. I did not know that, so. <laughs> yes. They won't let you on if you're nude. So, I mean, most airline I haven't done a lot of traveling, but what little traveling I've done, every every airport terminal I've been in, I have seen a clearly marked sign that says no shirt, no shoes, no service. I so. think you're mixing that up with a convenience store. <laughs> well, look, it was either an airport terminal or Captain D's. I'm not sure. There's not a lot of difference between them. Well, pretty so. much the same thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I've always wanted to test the no shirt, no shoes. You know, like how yeah. how strict are they on, on at that down at the local kangaroo mart or whatever? 
when I go in to buy Mountain Dew. Like, yes. Well, I just pop my shoes off, pop my top, walk on in, see if they say something to me. I've always wanted to go in there with no pants and be like, your son didn't say no pants. I got on shoes and a shirt. <laughs> Have a button-up shirt and a blazer. <laughs> like like business formal, just no pants. Just no pants at all. <laughs> yes. I like that. <laughs> That'd be a good bit for the show. We should like record that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, mercy. Well, John, our next story here, have you, I'm sure you've heard about pandas, right? Hell, they're endangered, and then there are certain pandas that are in captivity that they really have trouble uh, trying to get them to breed, like trying to breed pandas. They just, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe, I mean, I don't know if they're just picky or... It takes a lot to get a panda in the mood is what I've, to, uh, what I've come to understand. I'm no zoologist, yes. though, but I think you got a, several bottles of wine are involved. <laughs> Right. And probably some, uh, like some couples counseling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gonna need that. Yes. <laughs> standard Baptist answer right there. Yeah. You're, pro- couples counseling. <laughs> You're probably gonna need some ibuprofen because the, the female panda's always got a headache. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I want to celebrate because there's a zoo. That has recently had some success. Oh. There is a zoo that has been trying to get two pandas to mate for 10 years. When the coronavirus shut the zoo down, the pandas finally did. All right, so they're a little shy. They don't like an audience. <laughs> it seems that all these giant pandas needed was a little privacy. Yeah, okay. I mean, sometimes it's thrilling, you know, to have people <laughs> that might could catch you. I don't know. But uh, we'll see. Most all the other animals in the zoo behave just like that, like animals. <laughs> These pandas are civilized creatures. Thank you very much. Uh, these pandas were clearly Baptist. <laughs> yes. And they have a great sense of decency. That's right. <laughs> it says here, parenthood might be around the corner for Ying Ying and Li Li, which are longtime residents of Ocean Park in Hong Kong. Zoo officials announced Monday that after 10 years of attempts at natural mating through trial and learning, the two have finally succeeded. Okay. And it only took 10 years. <laughs> well, that's that's fine. It's each at their own pace, you know. Yes. Uh, the successful natural mating process today is extremely exciting for all of us as the chance of pregnancy via natural mating is higher than by artificial insemination. Michael Booz, executive director for zoological operations and conservation at Ocean Park, said in a press release. What a name, Michael Booz. That's an amazing name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. an amazing name. Due to the coronavirus outbreak, the park has been closed to visitors since late January. Staff noticed certain behaviors in the two giant pandas that are common during breeding season, which occurs every year between March and May. That's when my breeding season is. <laughs> yes. Since late March, Ying Ying began spending more time playing in the water, while Li Li has been leaving scent markings around his habitat and searching the area for Ying Ying scent, reads the press release. Oh, the old scent. That'll do it every time. That'll <laughs> do it. While it is still too early to tell whether a baby panda is on the way, Ying Ying's body and behavioral changes are being closely monitored. If successful, signs of pregnancy, including hormonal level fluctuations and behavioral changes, may be observed as early as late June. Though there is always a chance that Ying Ying could experience a pseudo-pregnancy, 
This is big news in conservation efforts for the species that is currently listed vulnerable and one is one category away from being endangered, according to the IUCN Red List of Threatened Species. There are only about 1,800 giant pandas that remain in their natural habitat, according to Ocean Park. We hope to bear wonderful pregnancy news to Hong Kongers this year. They had no idea that they called people in Hong Kong Hong Kongers. <laughs> but it's a great it's a great term. Yeah, it is. And they also want to make further contributions to conservation of this vulnerable species. If Ying Ying is pregnant, the gestation period for giant pandas range between 72 and 324 days. That is a huge range. That's a big swing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the zoo said that it will be sharing updates on her journey to motherhood once more is known. So Okay. Well... We finally got Ying Ying and Li Li together, and all it took was a global pandemic to do it. <laughs> a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, you just kind of look on the bright side of these these kind of things, That's right? Yeah. If you're out there depressed, uh, haven't been able to find a lady, you know, just just look at Ling Ling and Ying Ying or whatever their names were, and, uh, yeah. and don't lose hope, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're if you're someone out there kind of going through a dry spell, just think about poor Lily here. That's he, right. He waited ten years on his woman. That's right. That's right. True love waits, Tiny. <laughs> yes. True love waits, even for pandas. That's right. Even for pandas. Well, that's good news. You know, pandas are uh, beloved around the world, really. Yeah, um, and they do really, really, really good kung fu. They do. That was going to be where I was going to go with it. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're excellent with kung fu, and uh, you know they just hang out, eat their bamboo shoots, and uh, apparently don't make love. So, um, yes, not that different than my wife. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Deidre can't keep her hands off of me. Well, let's get back to some more coronavirus. Uh, nudists were warned by police to cover up their mouths for coronavirus. <laughs> Sun's out, bun's out, but cover that face. A, cor- <laughs> a coronavirus, as coronavirus cases soar in the Czech Republic, the Eastern European nation's nude sunbathers are being targeted by authorities for neglecting to cover up their mouths. Around 75 people, including opportunistic nudists enjoying some fun in the sun in Lazen Bodanek, were found in violation of the Uh-oh. government's order to wear face masks in publics, reports uh, Penn News. Unfortunately, the sunbathing citizens were not in one place in larger numbers, and some did not even have a mask. I read that wrong. They were in one place in larger numbers, and some did not even have a mask said police spokeswoman Marketa Genovaska, uh, and she told the local media in the spa mecca town that's east of Prague. A nationwide emergency ordinance stipulates that while exhibitionists are indeed allowed to bask in the nude, they must do so while wearing face masks and not in groups of more than two people. So citizens can be without clothes in places designated for this purpose, but they must have their mouths covered and must observe the numbers in which the group can go into nature. So she added that while enjoying the nice weather, whether clothed or not, is allowed, locals are expected to follow government orders. We understand that many people do not have a garden and want to ventilate in the countryside. 
Well, I guess if you're nude, you can. Maybe they were sunning their bombs. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> that's, that's ventilation to the max. Uh, but we all want one thing in common, fully respected government regulations so that measures can be taken to, to be gradually released. Um, no fines were issued to the nude sunbathers, and they immediately put on face masks. So that's good to know. Yes. It's going to be a heck of a tan line for them, though. <laughs> you know, I would need a face covering just because I don't think I'd be able to close my mouth. You know? <laughs> I'd be standing there mouth agape. There's no telling what I would catch. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get the nudist people. I'm all for people <laughs> trying new stuff and everything. But being naked in a large group is just, it's not something I'm into. Yeah, me either. You know, now. To be fair, I've never tried it, yeah, but yeah. It, I don't think it would be something that I would be into either. Exactly. Yeah. It, there's no appeal to it to me. Right. And all of the uh, documentaries I've seen on nudists, not many lookers in the groups, you know? <laughs> How many documentaries have you seen, John? Several. Several. <laughs> For research purposes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I had to see if it was something I might be interested in. But it's all like a bunch of old people and stuff, you know? Right. I was hang out with a bunch of old people that are naked, you know? I mean, I'm yeah. sure somebody does, but not John. Right. Yeah. That's it's like It's like staring into the future. Right. Well, and I mean, Eastern European nations have some beautiful women, so maybe it's different over there. I don't know. I don't know. So maybe we need to book a trip. I don't know. Go check it out. <laughs> You know? Why don't you go check it out and then tell me what it was like? Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm not afraid. I just, we'll send you on assignment. It just see, I need to see what the crowd's like before I'm disrobing, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it might be better if it's a bunch of ugly people, though. I don't, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, you might feel a little bit better about yeah, yourself. Exactly. There's a bunch of I said, old, I, wrinkly people. I say I fit in real well, you know. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be the one ugly guy like a, a beach full of supermodels and stuff. That's <laughs> right. A, that's a horrible look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you get picked last for volleyball. That's right. <laughs> Nobody wants to put their like beach towel around me. I'm just like <laughs> sitting by myself. Yes. <laughs> you go over to like the camp, the beachside campfire, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we we don't have any room." Yeah, that's right. Seats taken. <laughs> I was saving these five seats for my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all on the Czechoslovakian bikini team. They're coming down here in just a little bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Here, here we go again. Do we have a Cajun curl? <laughs> well, Tiny, we do. You know what goes well and what they love in nudist colonies, and that is Cajun curl by you, Blended <laughs> Spice. And we want to thank them for their sponsorship and all of their support. Everybody check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice and the Cajun curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating or nude sunbathing, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well on chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, wieners, and anything else you can think of putting it on. 
the spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next nudist party up a notch, imagine <laughs> ripping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Now, you don't need to wash your hands. <laughs> That's a bye-bye-all health code, you know, here. Uh, your next yeah, and you're also going to need a face mask. Yeah, definitely going to need a face mask. Um, but the other people there aren't going to be able to top that. And let me tell you, the homemade chips with Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blend of Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And there are recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. On the website, you can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. And if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally in the Tuscaloosa Northport area, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, and Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice to taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use our promo code, exclusive promo code, EOP10. That's EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Hey, everybody. This is Tiny just sitting here editing the show. Had some complaints about the music we were playing during the voicemail segment, so this week I decided to take it in a different direction. Enjoy. All right, John. How, uh, you want to go to the phones? Yeah, let's go to the phones. Hey, guys. Jacqueline in Canada again. Um, just a few thoughts about the last episode. You know, if you're still interested in hearing my opinion, don't never wish me again. Um couple of things first uh john you're such a nerd why didn't you even want to talk to me when i was on the show anyway whatever not offended the little offended second um your response pickled even have a full mix she's sweet and that's a stereotype she stopped eating children like three four years ago because she's old now and they're too fast so not all pickles eat children just the just the really fast, really young ones. Uh, in regards to the sound effects that you're using, first of all, the Richard one, I need to know where you got that from because that's the creepiest sounding Richard I've ever heard, and I love it. Also, when you're playing the voicemails, the ringtone that you're playing is also my ringtone on my phone, and I've almost crashed my car twice now because that'll come on while I'm driving home, and I will think my phone is ringing, and I will reach down to see what's going on because my job now i'm um, pretty well on the phone all the time so anyway long story short please it's really annoying lastly um i am thoroughly entertained and and loving this uh monica lady from also canada uh we're in different provinces but uh you know sisterhood of, of canadian females and uh she's very i i love you monica if you're listening you're awesome uh hit me up all right Anyway, again, another five-star show. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. Take care, and please be safe. Okay, bye. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Thank you for calling back in. And, yeah, John, uh, 
what I mean, here we go again with the nerd thing. Do you uh do you still de- defend your non-nerdness or right? I, have you have you embraced it yet? I mean, well, first of all, let me apologize, to Jacqueline, for not remembering that we were going to do an interview with you. That's on me. That was my fault. Very rude and unorganized on my part. I was in the middle of Walmart when Tiny sent me a message and asked if I wanted to do it. But I got sent on a grocery run, so I apologized. So, yeah. But now I'm staunchly in the non-nerd camp. I had nothing to do. I don't discriminate against nerds or anything. I will talk and interact with them at all times. So that had nothing to do with me not being on the call. Right. Yeah. And good to know Jacqueline has a pit bull. Yes. (laughs) But her pit bull doesn't eat children. Anymore, at least. It's old. (laughs) Yes. Can't can't chase down children. (laughs) His teeth just aren't what they used to be. Right. Yes. Every person I know who has a pit bull has a very sweet pit bull. So. Yes. Yeah. Those are just jokes. (laughs) And Jacqueline, of course took it as a joke which i'm very glad I, I, yes. when i heard pitbull i thought oh we're about to i'm about to get in trouble so that's good to i will say the day that i get my leg bit off by a pitbull is the day that those are not jokes anymore <laughs> yeah no, no when one of them attacks me or my family <laughs> that, would, that will not be cool yes. not be cool but we know tiny there are no bad dogs only bad owners right I'm familiar with the concept that all dogs go to heaven. Okay. All right. So. I don't know if animals are in heaven or not, you know. They made a movie about it. They did. They did. They did. They also made one about Operation Dumbo Drop, too. So. <laughs> yes. You know, they make a lot of movies. <laughs> Both of them, true stories. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know. No bad dogs, only bad owners. Now, yes, we don't say the same thing about people's parents who go, you know, like their kids go out and go crazy or whatever. We blame a lot of other factors on that. So I'm just saying, if you got a kid in jail, I'm a next door neighbor, old, old next door neighbor whose son got arrested. I mean, no bad kids, only bad parents. So right, right. That's all I'm saying. And finally, I would just like to echo your sentiment. I I thoroughly enjoy Monica's emails. Oh yeah, me too. Oh, and her uh, and her illuminating thoughts on current events as well. Yeah, everything from you know five G to Trump being awesome. I, I mean, I'm down with all of it. <laughs> yes. I, I feel like I'm a part of this Canadian sisterhood by proxy. <laughs> right. I, I feel like I would be welcomed into the Canadian sisterhood. Because I'm a big fan of women. Always have been. <laughs> yes. Been a huge fan of women my whole life. Let's see here. We've also got a new review this week. Oh, wow. I didn't even know. I didn't even check. We do. This is a five-star review, and this comes from The Black Knight 74. Oh. The title is Awesome Show. I came over from the NL cast community, and I must say that this show rocks. I will say that the phone theme song is a little distracting, but other than that, it is great. Keep it up, you two globe heads. That's, that's two hits on your phone theme song, Tiny. I know. I may have to. Uh, I may have to drop it this week <laughs> if nobody likes it. So I thought it was cool. It kind of bumps, you know, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if I uh, I put in something this week that's just like totally different? This put just in, you know, put in the song "Twist" by Corn. Stop, I think I'm not good. 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 Stop,
that's all. <laughs> well, now I know a lot of corn songs. Which one is that? It's uh, it's just it's it's. I, I mean, I don't want to make corn fans and Pitbull fans mad at me. <laughs> I feel like a lot of them are the same people. Same, that Venn diagram is <laughs> is very tightly intertwined. But uh, yeah, it, it just makes me laugh every time I hear it. It's so. I don't know. It's I can't describe it. It's got a bunch of like I don't know scatting at the front. You know I don't know. It's it's funny yeah. to me. Anyways, I laugh when I hear it. I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh, but, I, but a lot of people probably laugh at the music I listen to. So that's fine. I was a huge corn fan back in the day. So oh, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Well, I didn't mean to talk about your favorite band, Tiny. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, the former well, he's he's actually back with the band now. But the at one time former guitarist, now back with the band, the one they call Head. Call Head. <laughs> yeah, they called him. Head. What a name! What a name! <laughs> Brian Welch. Okay. He claims to be a board again Christian. So okay. I love his yeah. grape juice. We use it at communion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, happy Easter, Mr. Brian Welch, Mr. Head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess that's about it for, for the show. You got anything else? No, nah, that's about it, man. I'm just glad people are still listening and bearing with us uh, during these trying times. You know, uh, if you are like truly quarantined, I imagine it could get. Uh, a little lonely maybe your kids driving you up the wall maybe you just crave like face-to-face person-to-person interaction you know everybody just remember that it's going to be over one day and we're going to be back to a new normal i guess but it's not always going to be as crappy as it is right now you know Right. And for those people out there like me and Deidre who are homeschooling for the first time I'm praying <laughs> I'm praying for you okay been very rough <laughs> Had a lot of tears, a lot of tears out of our foster kids. So I'm like, dude, we're just coloring triangles here. It's nothing to get upset about. (laughs) Yes. uh, Everybody keep the faith out there. It's going to be fine. I would like to thank all of our patrons who support the show on Patreon.com. Oh, yeah. I would like to especially thank Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mr. James White, and Mr. Chris Tipton, who support us on the $10 and up tier. There we go. So. You guys are helping to pay Tiny back for all of this equipment he's bought. So I appreciate that. <laughs> you guys are the reason we continue to sit down in front of a mic every week. And we do appreciate that so much. Yeah. If you're not in the Patreon, join up. It's pretty fun. You know, you get a, get a little bit extra, a little bit longer show. So that's cool. And, uh, you know, we're going to kind of figure out some things to do in there as we go along. Your suggestions for all our Patreon members are welcome, too. So. Just let us know what you'd like to see, and we'll try to make it happen. And let me also say that we have had some people who've had some trouble uh, accessing the extra content. So just if you are one of those people, just know that you're not the only one. You can DM us, or me specifically. Yeah, don't do me. I don't do anything. (laughs) And we'll get that worked out. So Yeah, we don't want you to have any trouble, for sure. Yes. Our customer service department is great. It really is. It's pretty fantastic. What if we outsource it to like India or something? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you what, if enough of y'all support us that we can outsource that kind of thing, (laughs) that would be amazing. It would be, for sure. Well, with that said, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, 
Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Occasionally, we post pictures. Okay, you I'm, can. I'm, I'm making a promise. I'm gonna get back on the picture game. All right. Got a hectic <laughs> couple of weeks here. I'm gonna get back on it. You can look at that at underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. But by far, our most popular way to contact us is a phone number. What's that phone number, John? Okay, the phone number, like you said, is the most popular way to call us in, even if the theme song has gotten trashed this episode. (laughs) Okay, so the phone number is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. Call in and give Tiny a chance to play this horrible music again. And annoy the people who it annoys. So that would be real fun for me to listen to. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. Take it easy. All right, man. Bye. Bye.